0: It is Thursday night, our Thursday night Bible studies. Come on, let's study the word of God together. Let's continue the series on getting your healing and deliverance from adverse childhood experiences. Let's come on in and let's learn the word as it applies to us getting our healing because God wants us to be whole. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, she um she really worked at getting her healing. She really worked at pressing to touch the hem of the garment. And she just was not healed, but she was made whole. Jesus said, because of your faith, you have been made whole. And so we want to be made whole through the blood of Jesus Christ, through a sacrifice, Through us working on our salvation, through us working on uh, allowing for God to mold and shape us, working by studying, praying, reading the word of God, we can be refined and we can come out as pure gold. And all those things that probably held us up to make us feel that if we were not uh, capable or made us feel as if we're not worthy, no, that is no longer the case. Because whom the savior sets free is free indeed. What I have to give you is going to help you and it's going to strengthen you. We have been talking about uh, adverse childhood experiences, trying to find out the root of why we may still in our adult lives be doing things that are disruptive, doing things that sabotage our growth, doing things that destroy our relationships, doing things that, uh, wherein we should spiritually be mature enough to know that these things are not beneficial to our lives. And so we've been talking about these things and the whole purpose of talking about these things is first to search ourselves so that we can be healed and made whole. And then with the knowledge that we have, when we see things happening in others, rather than judge them, have a better understanding and then help them along the way as well. So we're going to talk about hope on tonight. We're going to talk about hope. Now we've talked about, adverse childhood experiences, experiences that have been traumatic, that has caused mental harm, physical harm, that has caused for you to be hesitant to get your breakthrough in life, to feel as if you are unworthy to, to, to live an abundant life. We talked about those and we talked about some reinforcements on how to understand that first of all, we have to have a contrite spirit, wherein meaning that we do not build walls around ourselves where we can't allow for the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. So those things that are holding us back, those chains that are holding us back can be broken. So it's important that we understand that's the whole point of learning about these things. But before I get started, let us go ahead and start in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, pray you and give you honor for this time in this moment. As we go into your word, we ask first and foremost that you would have mercy on us. Forgive us of anything that we've done against your will, your word, or your way. Oh God, we ask that you would open up our understanding to receive what you are downpouring on us so that Father, we can live our lives to the best that we can possibly live it, pleasing in your sight and helping someone else along the way. We honor you. We bless you and give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we talked about those things that um, held us back or why, why is it, why is it that, you know, some people have a problem um, and they say things like, oh, some men say I can't work with a woman. Some women say I can't work with a man. What happened in your childhood? What, what, what something traumatic has caused for you to feel apprehensive to work with a, a person based on their gender. What's the problem? What happened? Um some people um they don't want they're, they're afraid of success. They're afraid of doing something positive. Half the time, believe it or not, sometimes um children when they're growing up, their parents feel like they don't do anything right, and so they're forever even the good and the good efforts that were put in, they were either condemned or either they were put down. And so as a child grows up in life, they grow up feeling as if no matter what they you it's not going to be worthwhile or it's not going to be good so see when we understand why do I act this way you got to go to the root you got to find out where did this come from we have some people that are um permissuous and and they you know they have a a very high sex drive why what happened for the majority of the time some children have been molested or raped at an early age, and it was before they were able to be mature enough to handle it. So, therefore, they their their appetite increased for for sexual things. And so, therefore, as they become adults, you have many, you have women. You know, they have just a high sex drive. Once again, where did that come from? Some people were exposed to pornography at a young age. Those things are traumatic because it was experiences before you were able to handle them. They were negative experiences that very well you should not have been exposed to at a young age. And so as a, as a child, you try to take hold and grasp and making sense of these things that happen to you in a traumatic way. Some, <clears throat> some people dealing with death at a young age is very difficult. Some people try find it hard to um, open up or to allow for people to come into their heart because they feel like, What's the point? I'm going to lose you anyway. You're going to go away. You're going to die. These things are rooted from our childhood, from trauma, from our childhood. And if they were not properly addressed, they grow with us. They may be submerged in our conscience, but they grow with us. And it, in a sense, it starts to develop our personality. It starts to develop how we handle things. And so it's important that we get to understand first and foremost ourselves. We talked, I talked about having a contrite spirit. You have to have a contrite spirit to say, Lord, help me. Lord, I need help. Because if you keep a wall around you, if you keep yourself bound with shackles and fetters of those things that traumatized you, you'll never be able to free, be free in your spirit to operate and do what God calls you to do. I, I have some um uh you know children I and you know um they would come into the classroom and I would you know if I see that you progressed and you you started at zero and I see that you progressed and you went up to two percent, three percent, I made a big do about it. Oh wow, you did it. Da, da, da. And sometimes I would have students that would look at me and say, It's not all that. And the reason being is because at home their experience was there was no positive reinforcement. Sometimes you had children, they were home by themselves. They were basically raising themselves. There was nothing there there to show them whether they were doing something right or wrong. You know, it was just that they were relying on themselves just to survive. So once again, all of these things have an effect on us when we don't address them, when we don't look into them. And then we allow to carry it on, those things on with us throughout our development up into adulthood. But I'm here to tell you today that we serve a mighty God. We serve a God that is loving and he desires for us to have a good life. Yes, he does. Don't ever let anyone make you think that you came into this world just to suffer. Some of these things that happen to us, we have no control over. But when you become of a sound mind, when God gives you a sound mind, when he leads and guides you through the Holy Spirit to get the truth and to gain knowledge. Let me tell you something. It's for the purpose of, of you breaking free from those bondages that hold you down and you can have a good life. You can have a good life. Yes, you can. It's OK. It's nothing wrong when when somebody says, how's your day? And, and you say, I'm having a great day. Yes, you can have a great day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, you can proclaim that you will have a great day. Yes. Sometimes news hits us and it's just like, okay, what's, what's, what's going to happen? Why is this happening? It's okay. I'm still going, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I still woke up this morning. I still have the ability of my limbs. I'm in my right mind. It's going to be okay. I'm going to have a great day. Gonna have a great day. Sometimes we get these reports about, oh, your health. Oh, don't say nothing about someone's child, your child. Oh, your child is hurting or child's blood. You know, these things affect us, but you got to even look at that and say, no, no, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I know that you are in control and I know that you will lead and guide me and we will have a great day. You got to speak it. You got to say it. But if we don't, if we're not, if we're not exposed and trained, to produce that type of behavior, we will always keep ourselves in a slump. We will be all, we will always be down in our spirit and we don't want that to happen. That's why today I'm going to talk to you about hope. We talked about adverse childhood experiences. Now I want to talk about hope, H O P E, health outcomes of positive experiences. Okay. Now we know what the problem is, but now, Lord, I want to get to being made whole. You know how you're made whole? Through hope. Let's get to understand what are health outcomes of positive experiences. We have to start creating positive experiences in our lives to counterattack the traumatic things that have occurred. Let me give you the word. I'm gonna give you the scriptures for tonight. I want you to go back and study the word because these scriptures are based on the word hope. Jeremiah 29:11. Jeremiah 29 11 and it reads in the vision, excuse me. Uh, Jeremiah, let me get it right. Let me get it right. Give me a minute. Let me give you the scriptures first Jeremiah 29 11, 1 Peter 1 13, and Romans 15 13. I'll say it again Jeremiah 29 11, 1 Peter 1 13, and Romans 15 13. So uh, 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 once again, the, those scriptures are dealing with hope because it's through hope that we're able to get over those things that try to destroy us. It's our it's it's hope that keeps us alive. It's hope that keeps us going. And see, the thing is, the enemy doesn't want you to hope for better things in life. He wa- he doesn't want you to put your hope and trust in God either. He wants you to think that oh. You know, maybe uh, you dealt with somebody uh, um, just uh, verbally, just putting you down all the time, making you not feel good about yourself. And he wants you to think that was said, those words that were spoken on over your life. that it's the truth. But it's a lie. It's a lie. The devil is a liar and a loser. He comes to kill, steal and destroy. And he will try to kill and destroy what the potential that God has in you to be great. And let me tell you something. People think everybody's going to have notoriety like T.D. Jakes, whatever. I don't know what T.D. Jakes did, you know, to get where he's at. To God be the glory. I don't know his personal life or anything like that. But all of us are great in our own right. When we make the decision to become better, when we make the decision to say, I'm not going to stay in bar." when we make a decision to say, I'm not going to stay in the muck and mire. No, everybody may not be on TV like T.D. Jakes. They may not have that national notoriety, but you're still great. When you overcome through the blood of the lamb, through the blood of Jesus Christ, you are, you are great. You are great. So it's the hope that we have in God to give us divine instruction. It's the hope that we have in God to help us along the way. Look at Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. To give you an expected end. He wants for us to have a good life. He wants for us to have our expectations focused on good things. God didn't. God. Damn, oh, let let me make them. Um. Uh, let me let me torment them. Let me. People say, well, why, where was God? Where was God when these things happened to me? Where was God when I lost my loved one? Where well, God is around us all the time, but you got to remember we're in the world. And what right now in the world, who has control? Sin. Where, where's sin? Demonic influence from Satan. And right now, because of that sin nature that's in the world, you know, there are things that happen. There's things that happen. And and because these things happen, it's just like there has to be something to balance things out to say, OK, if a bad thing happened to me, that does not define who I am. If something happens to me that's not out of, that's out of my control, that does not define who I am. Because somebody told you 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 were ugly, and you you're beautiful. No, because that person something was wrong. They they didn't know what was th- that. Unfortunately, they themselves needed some type of healing and deliverance. And because they were not healed and delivered, and they were not whole, they inflicted that negativity upon you. But it's not the truth, and you have to recognize that it's not the truth, and that you can be free from it. Some of us get caught up in some bad relationships. We get, we ran away from the persons that may have abused us as children. And then we go run into the arms of an individual that acts the same way. Why? Because we did not allow for ourselves to be made whole. And then we give ourselves because we're familiar to that behavior. We're familiar to being mistreated. So we feel like, oh, this is normal as long as I'm getting some type of attention. No, but it's not positive attention. So, how do we counter attack these traumatic things from keeping us in bondage? We have to hold on to our hope. Our hope. Well, in Jeremiah. It says for the, the, the whole thing of the matter is understanding that knowing the thoughts that I think toward you said the Lord, the thoughts of peace that God, through that, through him, through the Lord speaking and saying thoughts of peace, not of evil to give you an expected end. That then develops our hope and trust in him. That then builds up our hope and our understanding to, to not to lean onto the, our own understanding, but to say, you know what? God does have better for me. That God does desire that I have a good life. And so we have to get in that frame of mind to say, I can be free of this. I do not have to make this my lifestyle. You can be made, you can be made whole. You can be made free. Look at Romans 15, 13, 15, 13. I'm going to tell you about hope. I'm going to give you some information on health outcomes of positive experience. How are we going to get to those positive experiences? 15, Romans 15, 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Abound. What is that about? That means that there's a consistency. That means that it's a discipline. You have a conscious flow to be consistent, to stay in the mindset of hoping. When you stay in the mindset of hoping, you ever, uh, I like I said, I thank God for the experience of being an educator. I've seen some kids who w- were in situations where they weren't, you know, they were in a household, unfortunately, where they weren't being fed properly. There were some disruptive situations was com- that would go, would go on in the home and they would come to school and they would study. They'd be on the honor roll projects, always handed in, work always done. How is that? Because somewhere there's the spirit of God that's on the inside, I believe, all of us because he made us. I don't care what anybody say. If you don't like your mother and father, you still got the DNA running inside of you and a piece of them, a part of them is on the inside of you. So I believe because God is our great father, even people who don't yet know him and believe in him like they should, the spirit of God is still there. And that's why there's always a desire. There's always a curiosity. Even an atheist has to believe in God because they say there is no God. So, okay, why are you saying there is no God? Because then somewhere in your mind, you know that a man or woman, a dog or a cat couldn't have put the sun in the sky the moon up in the sky The star You know that So there's this hope That these my students would have That would keep them activated To stay focused To make honor roll Despite what they may have been going through Traumatic things that they would go, go through In their homes How is it that we have Champions, we have athletes and they have stories. And they said, I I look at Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, he was raised by his mother, single, single, uh, a fa- uh, uh, family, a uh, single parent home. Look how Shaquille, he makes me laugh. He, he cracks me up. He makes me laugh. And he does so many things. And he, not with not just being an athlete, he went to school, he got his doctorate's degree, all of the things that he accomplished despite not having a father in his home. Then he met his father as an adult he said, you ever hungry? I'll give you something and whatever. But I'm, I'm a man now. You know what, what you should have done, could have done. You know that you missed out on me. And I always, I, I would share that story with my, my daughter. And I would tell her, I always remember that you don't have to get into what somebody else did and make you feel as if you got to succumb to that statistic or to that behavior. God created you. God made you. And when God made you, he, he said, this is a good thing. He looked back, he fearfully and wonderfully made you. And when he placed you in on earth, you this is a good thing. We're good things. We're good things that can do great things. But we have to allow for our mind to comprehend that. We got to break through all of that negativity that has held us down from breaking forth and being the best that we can possibly be to reach the blessings. Some of us are hindering our own blessings. Because we're blocked up. We're spiritually constipated. Spiritually constipated. Yes. We blocked up. We blocked up. And the rivers of living water that's on the inside of us that wants to burst out, they're held back. Because we're spiritually constipated. Because we're wondering. Why? why, why you know, stop looking at other people and they what they doing, how they doing it. And you say, well, why I can't do that? Because what God has in you and what he has created in you, it's special too. And it it has to flow the way it needs to flow from you. But you gotta allow for yourself to be released. (laughs) You gotta get a spiritual laxative. Yes, spiritual laxative. The word of God, fasting, And praying, assembling yourselves amongst true men and women of God. That's going to speak life into your being. That's going to be an example of who Christ wants us to be. These things help us to be released in our spirit. To be released to allow for the living waters to flow through us. And I'm telling you something. Once the living waters begin to flow through you. Oh, my goodness. The living waters that flow through you, they don't activate, just activate you and get you excited, but it spews out from your pores and it starts touching others. It starts changing the atmosphere where you go. It starts cleaning stuff out and cleaning stuff up. It starts to... Sweep out nonsense and negativity. When you come into a room. Let me tell you something. When you allow for God to work on your spirit. When you come in a room. People are going to be happy to see you. And people who are not. It's because once again. They haven't come to the point to be set free. And made old. You can't worry about them. Look at the people. Who have a smile on their face. When you come in the room. You're blessing somebody. Just by your, your mere presence. You're blessing somebody. So allow, come on, allow for yourself. Get the spiritual laxative, what God has given us through his word, through fasting and praying, through through seeking his face. Let's use those things so that we can be released in our spirit. And allow for the living waters that God has cleaned inside of us to flow wherever we go.